You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Just after reading the comments, I'm not entirely sure <laughs> that uh, that it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I okay. think I think we may be dealing. I think we may be dealing with... Uh, with a swingers thing? Yeah, maybe an eyes oh, wide check kind of deal. No. That's, the, that's the thing. I don't know if you have to bring like your own mask I don't or... believe they have... If it's a fancy resort, they probably don't have you pack your own mask. So they provide that's, masks. That's what they think? I don't know, unless that's your jam. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't really know exactly how it happened, but uh, yeah... So it's all inclusive, everything, My right? My bad. Oh I don't my know. God. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun <laughs> Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today so because stuff. it is our last regular podcast before we take next week off to go on vacation to Mexico. And uh, I will explain. <laughs> Explain the possible conundrum we'll be in uh, here in just a minute. But I do want to say this. If you want to book a uh, vacation to a swingers resort, go to (laughs) funemploymentradio.com. And we don't just primarily work in swingers resorts Click on the Expedia link and make sure you take a close look at what you book. But do that, though. Just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Expedia link for all of your vacation needs, whatever they may be. I was looking forward to a vacation until now. Whatever they may be. Maybe (laughs) you think you're booking an all-inclusive, just relaxing place. Maybe you're going to a swingers club on accident. Who knows? Just uh, read the fine print. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Expedia Good link. Good pitch, Greg. Good yes. pitch. And I did say that this is, our, uh, this is our last regular podcast because this Sunday we have our first ever live show at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Yes. It is a ticketed event. It is sold out for this part of it. The Fun Employment Radio Experience is what we're calling it. And we're going to be having our live show there. If you did buy tickets, um, you're on the list. So I know some people were writing in asking if they were supposed to receive uh, tickets in the mail, you're on the list. You're on the list. So once you show up at the door, yep. just uh, let the person at the door know your name and you are in. Yep. And if you have tickets, you know you have tickets because you, you paid for them already. So that's how you know you've got them. And you'll be on the list for that. So yeah, just show up there. And it is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Just for the live show alone, you know, I want to remind everybody we're going to have some some really cool things that are mm-hmm. going to be happening there. So it's, it's going to be a good time. And we will be videoing and uh, recording this for audio. So Maybe somewhere down the line other people can see it, too. Oh, that would be awesome. We'll see. We'll see. If it goes well. If it no, goes well. Saying. Yeah, otherwise, it never happens. <laughs> otherwise, we're going to have technical difficulties. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. The people watching live may get to witness, quote unquote, technical difficulties in case this thing just goes terrible. Which our live subscribers right now, which of course you can do for six ninety nine a month, the first week is free, they would have no idea Mm-mm. about any live nope. difficulties. It's because we're seamless and flawless. Seamless, they're like, oh, We're a radio They just always get it right the first time. Knock it out of the park. Just that's what we do. Knock it out of the park. And that's what we'll be doing at the Fun Employment Radio Experience. <laughs> But following that, we do have Fun Employment Radio Bingo happening this Sunday, and that's open for everyone. It's free everyone. bingo, Greg. It's Fringo. Fr- no, we're not calling it Fringo. Why not? No. It's kind of catchy. It's too late in the game to switch it to Fringo. I, I think that we could do it. I mean, that does kind of work with Fun mm-hmm. Employment Radio and Bingo and Fun free. Employment Fringo. <laughs> free f- Fun Employment Fringo. No, that's, no, a, that's, that's a lot. too much. That's like that's, one brush stroke too many. That's too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just call it bingo. So it's bingo uh, Sunday afternoon starting at 3 p.m., free to play. And we would love to see as many people as possible come on down and hang out with us. That's uh, this Sunday at Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. And we've got prizes not limited to Bike Gallery, 
Bike Gallery is uh, has donated a bunch of gift certificates that we're going to be giving away. Again, free to play. We've got Aaron Duran has donated, uh, I don't know how many copies of his book. Mm, a few copies first of book it. Of, uh, yeah, Welcome to Grizzly Dale. Of Welcome to Grizzly Dale. Mm-hmm. And also, Keelan King has is donating some of his Star Pilot albums. Oh, awesome. So those are all just parts of the prizes for free to come down at 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. at Landmark Saloon. Don't y'all worry. Like, those might be the good prices, but I also went to the dollar store today. So, uh, oh, Sarah is addicted up. to the dollar you know store, so you know there's going to be dollar store things mm-hmm. that'll be there. Um, I love it also based on whatever holiday is closest, so it's going to be very patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, also, you know, we have our two main sponsors, and I have something. I just found out the, the story behind the name of one of them. First off, we have Small Town Brewery with Not Your Mom's Iced Tea. Which they're going to be there, one of the fine sponsors. Small Sounds Town, so refreshing. It does. And Small Town Brewery has been a big supporter of Fun Employment Radio, so we really appreciate them. It's been kind of cool seeing people send in pictures of drinking small town beverages all over the country. So always send us in pictures. That's always great um, of showing that. But yeah, Not Your Mom's Iced Tea will have that there. And then also Monkey Shoulder Scotch, which I wanted to- didn't say it right. Well, Monkey Shoulder Scotch. I know it's easy to say it that way, but uh, Monkey Shoulder Scotch is – I I found out a little bit about them. And one of the things is, you know, we were trying to figure out what the name Monkey Shoulder means. Yeah. I found out what it is. Tell me. So back in the day when – in Scotland, when the the malt men, the people who would uh, turn the barley by hand – so you would turn the barley by hand when you're mashing it up, and after a long shift, they would be susceptible to a, to a condition where one arm would hang down just a little bit, and they called it monkey shoulder. What? Because their arm got tired. So that's why that's where the term monkey shoulder scotch comes from. Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty cool. I it, like it when, we, when strange sounding things actually have like a really interesting history. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what it is. That's what a monkey shoulder is, and that's why it's monkey shoulder scotch. Nice. That's pretty cool. I bet you're going to drink some monkey shoulder scotch. I will have myself a couple monkey shoulder scotches. I am also going to have some monkey shoulder This scotches. Sunday. So that's, that's going to be awesome. And then, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, though, Who doesn't love scotch at 1 p.m. on a Sunday? Absolutely. That's what the weekends are for. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that. And then we, uh, that'll, be, that'll be it for next week. It's going to be best ofs for the podcast because Sarah and I are taking off down to Mexico with a bunch of friends. And might possibly be staying at a swingers resort. So I booked this place. I found it online. It said all-inclusive. I've never done that before. It said adults only, which I never really wanted to, you know, I, I'm like, I don't want to deal with kids. You know, when I'm down there, I don't have kids. I'm like, why do I want to yeah, be I mean, around Yeah, I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with children. It's just no, like sometimes if, have... if you're trying to relax and somebody, and you can tell the parents are also trying to relax. And sometimes if they're not the most attentive parents and their kids are just running around screaming, knocking shit over the whole time. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, that's not relaxing. I'm an adult and it's also um, my ability to go to a resort where there aren't kids. You know, that's fine. You know, if, I'd, if I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so, so the, I booked this place, but I didn't think about it in the idea that it said adults only. And... After reading some of the reviews, I think maybe it might be a like what resort. kind of reviews? What well, are you just, saying? Just random comments. And it was just random comments of people saying things that are leading me to believe that this this could possibly. So be what it. you're saying is maybe it's not a swingers resort, but if you're open to that type of lifestyle, your needs might be satisfied. Yeah. Okay. So so that being said, like if we are not at looking as if we're actively wanting to swing, then we'll probably uh-huh. be okay. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, see, that's what Cami says. I would pick swingers over kids every time <laughs> for a resort. Yeah, actually, I would too. I mean, I'm still better with the – I don't yeah. think that they're going to be approaching you or anything. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I mean, and again, more power to anybody who's, who's you know, whatever whatever you want to do. I mean, like I said, I'm planning to go down there and just drink tequila because I'm a tequila guy now. 
And so, oh, I've tried to drink tequila. I, I just not. Just I'm not, not a tequila working. gal. I I'm not. You're not a tequila gal. I'm a whiskey gal. gal. I just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Every I'm time I try, it. like I because all because now like it seems like tequila is becoming like really popular. Like, a lot of people are drinking it for some reason, even though I told you it has no added benefits. Like I, uh, Yeah, but whiskey spirit. doesn't have any added benefits. No, exactly. Like, most alcohol doesn't. Yeah. But people have been, like, tricked into thinking that tequila is, like, so healthy yeah, for you. Yeah, because it's 100% agave. It's good for you. Yeah, even though all the stuff that in the agave is all filtered out <laughs> anyway by the time they make it, the that, alcohol. That's just like every time there comes out a study about, like, wine or coffee or anything. You're like, oh, yeah, drinking this is good for you. I mean, you know, you just convince yourself in your head and that's it. Sure. Yeah, I'll find a website that backs it up and I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, so you're going to be a tequila guy. Yeah. I'm probably and I also be, need my cowboy hat. That's I'm not going to drink whiskey in the sun, so what I'll probably be is I'll probably be a rum gal. A rum gal. Yeah. Because okay. I, like, I like rum. Like, I, yeah. I don't drink a lot of it, but uh-huh. I can in moderation. I drank a lot of rum when we were in Hawaii. Yeah. I think I'm going to be, so tequila guy and rum gal. Tequila guy and rum gal. That sounds like an yeah, adventure series Yeah, I can drink rum in the sun and be okay. That's a comic book in the making. Yeah. yeah. Tequila guy and rum gal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean- the thing is, though, you know, if I'm down there as tequila guy, like, I got to maintain my image. And I talked about this before. I need to get a cowboy hat. I need a hat. A cowboy a tequila guy sounds you like you would have, have a cowboy hat. You don't have room in your suitcase to probably bring a cowboy hat I unless know. you wear it, I guess. I know. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Like, if I have, like, what kind of an outfit could I really wear? I mean, my, we, we tried the cowboy your hat Your flowy before. shirts. Oh, I'll definitely well, have flowy well, shirts. Well, we've already figured out your outfit. I need to know what I'm like to be the rum gal. A rum gal? Uh, you got to wear a lot of, like, flowery things. I don't have any flowery things. I have a lot flowery of stripes. Flowery dresses. I have a lot of stripes. No, that's not a rum gal. Okay, I have, like, everything I own is basically black and white. Rum gal, you need a bunch of flowery things. You need, like, a, almost like a flower necklace Can thing. I wear, like, my black and white, but then, like, I have, like, a big flower, like, brooch or something, or, like, pin? Uh, or, like, have a hat with, like, a big flower in it? Yeah, a rum gal might and have maybe that. maybe some sort of, like, see-through, like, um, like I don't a know, like, shawl? white, like, Shawl sarong kind of thing, are you, are and I walk around and sip my rum drink out of like a bendy straw. Are you years old now? Or apparently I apparently am. Apparently you are. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got a shawl. I did also get myself a pair of flip flops at the dollar store today. Oh, some flippity floppities. Okay, all right. Well, because we need flip flops for the pool. I'm like, okay, well, if you're a rum gal, now I'm picturing this. You got to have big, big glasses. I check, and I'd be like, darling, I'd love another rum, please. Check. Yes, yeah, I so could you have do to say, darling. I, bought, I, I also went to my favorite uh, discount jewelry store and got myself a whole bunch of. Uh, Plastic, like spray painted gold and silver jewelry. To you got bobbles? Got some bobbles. Okay. Oh, yeah, look, here are some of my bobbles that I bought. Okay, so you're going to be like a debutante kind of yeah, lady. Yeah, so I'm going to be like there. a, how do you do? Like oh, a, darling. I'd oh, love to. Okay, why don't you pretend to be, I'm going to pretend to be the bartender. You, you, I want to see how this rum gal. Because I want to know what rum gal sounds like. I want to work this out. Well, I can't remember. I'm going to have to do some rum guy. research because I don't remember what drinks are rummy. Oh, I don't know. Is uh, that like pina colada? A Cuba Libre. Isn't that just a rum and coke? Yeah, I think so. You, but you, you just say said it. that yesterday or the but, day before yeah. yesterday. Yeah, but a rum person's got to say that. They got. They have to I mean, don't they make drinks. like rum blended drinks? What's in a, a mai daiquiri? Tai. Isn't a mai tai rum? I think a mai tai is rum. What's in okay. a daiquiri? Uh, That's rum, isn't it? I think so. Says the bartender. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I know. I don't You're make the one that the kind of shit. No. Um, let's see. Yeah, people are saying daiquiri. Yeah, so you got to order daiquiris. Oh, I could totally have a daiquiri and a mai tai, darling, darling. I love a Mai Tai. Okay, so... I was uh, going to talk like Aaron from Landmark. Darling, her. But he wants Mai Tai. Somebody you know needs a little bit of a Mai Tai. I think I need a little Mai Tai. A little bit of room in there. I need a little... Can I put a little, little rum in there? Cuba Libre. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, not going to get a Cuba Libre. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, oh, it's being noted in the chat. Rick Rutherford in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. So, rum gal is Lucille Bluth. Oh, yeah. That's apparently who you oh, are. Oh, that's... I've been called worse. That's fine. I'm, the I'm... C word. <laughs> so, so, 
So, all right. So, yes, you're basically Lucille Bluth. Yes. But I'm I'm tequila guy. So I need to probably pre- get my talons. Oh God before. damn it! I'm pretty much Job then. Is now what I'm realizing. You are Job. Oh my God, to. you are Job. Yeah. A flowy shirt. Oh, want to be a magician? Oh yeah, that's totally Job. Oh damn it! Oh my God. I gosh. didn't realize this until right now. Okay. That's all right. We all have our place, or you know, our parts to play. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. I, well, I did get a new pair of cat eye sunglasses too today. What does that mean? Cat eye sunglasses. Like the ones that go up. Like usually the glasses that I wear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're going to be wearing cat eye sunglasses today? Damn straight okay. I am. I mean, do what you want. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed says, I love Lucille. Greg is more a Michael. Oh, don't compliment him like that, Eddie. He doesn't deserve it. Is that a cut? <laughs> Michael is better than, oh, well, actually, they're all kind of terrible. Like in their own special ways. Yeah. I love them all. Yeah. You're more of a Job, definitely, though. Yeah, Michael's more of a worrier, I can feel though. you. Yeah, like Job would drink out of a coconut and like... Oh, I'll t- I have am a coconut. totally drinking out of a coconut. Yeah, you there. had a coconut friend in Hawaii. I am drinking. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking out of uh, things with with like uh, umbrellas in them. Yeah, I'm doing all of it. I'm doing it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a gold chain. That's really what I need. I need a gold chain to work out for this. Anyway, that's what we're going to be doing uh, doing next week. And I was thinking about this. You know, if it works out, maybe maybe I will stay down there for a little bit longer. Because the last time I was down there, there I noticed they had a lot of needs for like announcers. On the beach because they have like contests and things. Oh, they had like a bikini contest last time. Oh, or, like, like a they drinking run with contest. like a like a fucking like beach ball between their knees. Yes, like all jiggling around. Exactly. Yeah, there was one where it was this drinking contest because it's Mexico, you can get away with this. So it was a bunch of people they had to run down, chug <laughs> where a beer. People die, they just throw them into the ocean. <laughs> it's like, well, all right, one more, one more gone. Whoops, it is. Yeah, I swear she went back to her resort. Uh-oh. Yeah, we Did have not no participate idea. in the drinking contest, Greg. No, I'd be running it. So they they go down the chug a beer and they have to run backwards somewhere and spin around a bat and then. And somebody throws up. Yeah, they had this whole thing. It was like for the amusement of everybody in the restaurant. It was pretty entertaining. And But this announcer guy was like running the whole thing. I'm like, I might be able to do that. I could maybe be the announcer guy down there. So maybe I should audition to do that while I'm down there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I and then if I audition. stay down, da- you know, I might stay down there for a little while. I'll find another co-host. It's, okay. It's yeah, fine. that's no problem. You just do, you just do your thing in okay. Mexico. All right. Well, Wait, anyway. so, what kind of, so what kinds of things do you do? I don't know. He just like gets the crowd going and, and like – he doesn't really get the crowd going so much. He gets essentially what he does when, if you boil it down. He gets dumb kids to drink a bunch and run around for everybody's Does he pick out like hot girls? Yeah, and he picks out hot girls. Yeah. Hot girls and dumb, dumb dudes. That's what it is. That's the whole thing. And that's what you want to do with your life. That's what you've decided. I mean, it seemed pretty cool at the time. You know, I figure I can, I can make a career out of that. I don't know. I'm sure they get tipped out pretty well. I'm not sure how it works. All right. So for real, were you thinking about getting a cowboy hat? Because I kind—I think I know. Yes, I want a cowboy hat. Okay, because I think I know a place you can get one for fairly cheap. But the problem is I don't know if I can bring it down. I don't want to carry it on the plane. You'd have to wear it on the plane. No, I don't want to be that guy. Well, you have to commit. Like the the plane that we're going on, is it's super early in the morning, so it's not like anyone's going to see you except for me and our friends. All right, maybe. And you wear the things that you do in life and we still hang out with you, so. What? I'm wearing a nice shirt right now. Okay. I'm going to have my flowy shirt on on the plane. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because we're all flying at the same time. I'm going to the airport in my flowy shirt. I'm wearing my white flowy shirt because that's my summer shirt. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to stand right next to all of you the entire time with my white flowy shirt. Oh, yeah. So I'll have my white flowy shirt and my cowboy hat on. Maybe I'll even wear my sandals. Okay. We're really going to Oh, don't wear your sandals if you have to go through Mexican customs. Why? You don't want to take off your shoes and walk through the airport barefoot. Why? You don't want to walk barefoot through a, 
uh, the airport in Mexico. Oh, that's true. You don't even want to at PDX. Yeah, no, I don't really want no, to. No, always have something between you and an airport floor. What is wrong with you? I know you have no shame when it comes to being on planes or whatever, but... No, but I don't walk around barefoot. I mean, I'm not barefoot when I'm walking through mm-hmm. the plane. I will take my shoes off if I have nice, clean socks because I'm on vacation, and, I'm, and as long as it's right in front of me. But not in the airport, just on the plane once I'm in my specific seat, and I don't spread it into other people's areas or out in the aisle, just right directly underneath in front if I have nice, clean socks, which I will have nice, clean socks. Yeah. All right, I read this story earlier today. Actually, I didn't put it in World of Crazy because it was just kind of a strange story. And I don't know, it didn't really fit. But there's this thing. I wanted to ask you something and how you would respond. So I was reading this story that came out. uh, It came out, it looks like, yesterday. And it's about this guy who's on a plane. And you said that you sleep on planes. Yes, I sleep instantly. Yes. So this guy was uh, traveling from uh, South Vietnam to North Vietnam. And he was sleeping when he woke up uh, from a nap due to a strange, what he called a strange stinging sensation. He said, I felt a stinging pain in my leg. I fell asleep and it happened to wake me up. He said, when he opened his eyes... He saw a small child's hand reaching through the chairs and yanking out his leg hairs one by Ew, one. Gross. Now, what would you do? Now, he said, he said, I looked and saw the kid pulling my leg hairs. I immediately started recording it because it was so absurd. Um, so he said he didn't mind. I'd he, kick. Yeah, he said he didn't mind because he thought that the kid wasn't used to seeing so much hair on someone's legs. So, what screw would you that. do? Uh, well, my instant reaction, I probably would kick my leg. If I started feeling like that, I'd You'd spaz out. You'd need a little kid in the face. I'd spaz out. It'd be on accident. I wouldn't even know what's happening, but if I felt something pinching on my legs, That's true. If I'd anyone even, I'm like, bit. brushes against you or something, you're like, Ugh. I'm real spazzy. Yeah, I'm yeah, so really this kid's jumpy. lucky that this guy wasn't a spaz like you. No, I would have kicked. Kick! And then, you know, ask questions later. But you screw that. Who's this little kid that's pulling people's leg I don't know. Who's the dude that's okay with, like, all right, well, he's just pulling oh, out my leg hairs. No, uh-uh. I would not be cool with that. Oh. I get annoyed with kids just sitting behind me in, in an airplane when they start punching my seats. Oh, I don't mind. If, if the kids are there, it's fine. If they're shithead kids or shithead adults, like, that's the difference. Yeah. Like, I'm not one of those people that goes, like, oh, fuck, there's a baby. Like, unless the baby no, does right. something. If no, the baby's I, quiet, the baby's quiet. If I'm the fine. baby's quiet. No, and I feel bad, and I have friends who travel with it's, kids, and I know how hard it is. Some parents are just shitty parents, and they'll just let their kids, like, it, run and scream. To be and, honest, it's less the babies because, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, it's a baby. But if it, if we're talking about like a seven-year-old who's being a little shit apple mm-hmm. and like punching the seat behind me and you're not doing anything about your kid, I'm going to get pissed then. Yeah. Because – No, it's the parents for the most part. Yeah, but that's st- that's a shitty little kid with the shitty parents. And then mm-hmm. I have my routine down. I, I have a uh, glare that I've got worked up. So it's like if it happens enough, I'll, first I'll like give the kid a look. And if the kid doesn't respond or just keeps on doing it, then I give the parent one and kind of a scoot up in my seat and look around and, like, do this, like, little glare thing. And I make sure they see me glare. And then I sit back down mm-hmm. and I see if that solves the problem. See, I've never had problems with children so much as I have just, like, drunken asshole adults oh, on yeah? planes. I mean, or just really rude adults. Like, kids – but then again, you know, we haven't gone on our flight yet. But I, I much rather focus on this stuff than the fact that I'm terrified of flying and yeah. I don't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always forget because I always get so excited about the like impending vacation until I realize that I have to get on an airplane to go there. Yeah, I don't like. it. I wish that I was so zen like you. So Greg is a motherfucking zen master when it comes to flying. Yep, because he's basically like it's Adam. Like you've heard him. You hear how stressed out he is in life. It is exactly opposite of what he's like when he's on a plane. He's like, well, there's nothing I can do, and just fall. It asleep. is. It's so relaxing for me to be on a plane as long as I have my seat. Um, yeah, I like the window seat, but 
as long as I have that, once I get on, I'm settled in, you know, I get my headphones on, and then it's like everything that happens from here on out until we land or, or whatever, it's completely out of my hands. There's, I have See, no I don't control find over that, this I don't find that idea comforting at all. That does not relax me. Usually that wouldn't relax me either, but it does in this situation. Well, where I just, for you. I mean, I, I love flying. I love takeoff and I love landing. Those, those are I the two asleep. most terrifying places. That's when like 80% of plane crashes happen. I fall asleep when uh No, and I've been takeoff. next to Greg when he's been falling asleep and I'm poking him. I'm like, stay fucking awake. Stay awake. And then I'm freaking out at every piece of turbulence. And then like all of a sudden he's just like passed out again. No, the worst part for me on a plane is I fall asleep and I miss the drink cart when it goes by. I'm like, oh, man, I, I was asleep. I want to punch you in I the know. face. Oh, my God. The re- Well, imagine that's my one Zen time. The rest of life outside of that, I'm the opposite. That's where I'm high strung and stressed out all the time. So it's like my one zone where I'm like, cool, I'm relaxed. That's my, it's my one time, my one time. That's the only time that you feel No, zen. that's not the only time. But, okay. but I'm just saying I, I feel particularly during that situation. Ugh. Unless there's a kid kicking in the back of my seat, then I, then I have my glare down. This song gets stuck in my head every time I fly, and no matter how much I try to unthink about it. It is it is a terrifying song. Greg, it's like the Bye Bye Man. Don't think it, don't say it. Bye Bye Man, Bye Bye Man. Like, all of a sudden I'll hear, like, Sheets are red and moist where I'm lying. (laughs) In case you've never heard this song, it's about a horrific plane crash. Yeah. Uh, this is Blood Rock, DOA. DOA. Something warm is flowing down my fingers. <laughs> Jesus. Pain is flowing all through my back. I've actually seen this in a record store before for like a dollar and I didn't buy it. I'm like, I can't. It just feels like so <laughs> evil. You don't have any fear of flying. Um, I don't. I okay. A couple of things I don't like. I don't like uh, deplaning because I don't like it when you're deboarding, deep deboarding, because um, people are too slow. I don't like that. Okay, part. that's not even a, a, a legitimate concern. Um, look, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. That's kind of my view on it. Then think about that in life. All right, then let's take this apart. Maybe that should be your life perspective, not just on a plane. Yeah. But I have control here, though. Do you? Well, see, if I don't, that's going to make me more stressed out. I need some semblance of control. Oh, my God, Blood Rock. Okay, so we're leaving, what, Monday night? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. You know I'm going to be drinking vodka, right? I assume so. Okay. Yeah, just, you do whatever you want to. Just that's what I have to do. That's I'm just what doing I have me. To do. Wait, that sounds wrong. Yeah, that sounds, sounds weird when I say it like that. You do you, Greg. Let's do what I do. Take a nap. I can't nap. 
Although since I uh, since I had food poisoning a few weeks ago and then the uh, virus yesterday, I have napped twice in the past few weeks. That's good. So I think I'm maybe starting to be able to a little bit. Well, maybe. As long as I have headphones on my white noise app, I'm good. <clears throat> I just nap on planes. I actually bought myself a eye mask, too, them to bring on the plane. Okay. I need sleeping mask. So you me one try. of those people. Okay, I that's absolutely fine. absolutely Yeah, am. go for it. If I'm going Lucille, I'm going full Lucille. I have to yeah, do, do it on it. the plane, too. And it's leopard print. Oh, my God. Wow. Because, of course, it is. Wow. All right. Oh, so really quick before I start this, hey, for you live show folks. So I did also find some other stories that I am saving for World of Crazy on Sunday. On Sunday. Like, oh, there's some good ones. I mean, these are still good, too, but I saw some. I'm like, I'm definitely saving these for, the for Sunday. Fun Employment Radio Experience. Experience. Featuring live performance from two-thirds of the Praetorians. Amen. That's awesome. I wish we had like a wind chime kind of noise. Like a you can bring one. You can bring one on uh, a wind chime? Sunday if you want. I don't know what good that's going to do. But. Well, I wanted to do that, like have a sound effect after I after I said something. <gasps> what, oh throughout my gosh. the entire show? Uh-huh. Wait, I just remembered something. Since it's discombobulated and it's our last show this week anyway. I forgot. So one of our new friends, I cannot remember his real name. Snotman? Uh, well, he goes by Snotface. Snotface. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, so he's one of the beardsmen for that we uh, Brian, for, I believe. Ryan. Brian. Brian. Yeah. All right. So Brian, uh, we were chatting with him at the Ash Street Saloon before we were going to um, to MC the Rose City Beard and Mustache Competition last week. And anyway, so we were talking about doing radio, and he had the sound effect thing that he totally said that I could borrow, which I have to give back to him. I know it's yours, Brian. I'm totally gonna give it back. But it's all these like fun sound effects that you can do to like. You know, we were going to use it to maybe like punctuate certain things that we were saying on stage, and that it was yeah. just so busy that we never yeah, got to. Yeah, too discombobulated. So there's so many fun sounds on here. Like for example, uh, let's see. Here's this one. I want to do something fun with these. Do you want to bring that on Sunday? Oh yes. All right. What about this one? This could be after you tell like a sad story about your life. I was alone again. It doesn't work when you have 90210 playing in the background. All right, here, I'm going to okay, mute things. it really quick. All right, so here, I'm going to play this, and then you... It's not muted. There we go. There I was again, all by myself, eating dinner alone in the attic, pondering, where did it all go wrong? All right, Greg, find something that goes with this one. It looks like a trumpet. I tell you, flying is one of nature's... <laughs> Just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right, this one looks like somebody running. Ready? Uh-huh. I'm not sure. A step it up to the plate, number seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Greg, I like this. This is Greg's sick brain. I like playing okay. with it. All right. I don't know. There's no There's no words to that All one. Right, That's somebody doing a little jig and then dancing off All right, the stage. This one's a thumbs down, Greg. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> Why don't you just you go like, that? my life. Oh, my life. No, that's no. That's too sad. That's <laughs> All right, too sad. this one looks like the uh, scream face from that famous painting. Oh, all I think of is uh, dramatic uh, chipmunk or whatever it is. Or, oh yeah. Or yeah, dramatic squirrel. Greg's doing a dramatic squirrel right uh-huh. now. You can't see. All right, yeah. this one is a star with a. Square Not all of these it. need some. Okay, what's a star with a square around it? Do something funny. Okay. Oh, that's also a stepping up to the plate. All right. Yeah. All right, there's one more. Uh, here's It looks like two hands doing jazz hands that they're probably clapping. I can't tell. 
All right, give them a big round of applause, everybody. It's the Praetorians. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, and this one's just a musical note. Uh-oh. No, I don't know. There's okay, nothing that I love those. All right, one. we're bringing them Okay, up. we'll work, on, we'll work okay. something up with those. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stilla, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, so the story happened a while back, but it's now finally uh, showing up in court. A woman, a United States woman, is suing a casino that offered her a cheap steak dinner instead of the $43 million jackpot that she claims to have won. That's just a slap in the face. So a woman is suing a casino that told her that the slot machine that displayed a $43 million jackpot was faulty and offered her a steak dinner instead. And told her she should just deal with it. Oh, screw that. Yeah. Katrina Bookman uh, took a picture, a selfie of herself, showing the The machine. The librarian's name is Bookman. (laughs) Showing, uh, it's a printing cash ticket, $42,949,672.76. This is at the Resorts World Casino in New York last August. But she was escorted out and told the next day she was only entitled to $2.25. They escorted her out? Her lawyer, Alan Ripka, says she's entitled to the full amount displayed. She even actually took a picture with the amount. So Good, smart. That is smart. Uh, the lawsuit was filed at the Queens County Supreme Court, said that uh, so she played a game called The Sphinx. The Sphinx slot machines, bells, noises, uh, and lights, as well as the message on the screen, told her that she had won the jackpot. The subsequent- how, how was it faulty, then? Let's see. Well, it says uh, the subsequent disappointment left Ms. Bookman anxious and depressed. She's seeking damages from the casino for failing to maintain the slot machine, as well as the two companies that make and operate the game's machines. So let's say so a Resorts World uh, spokesperson said at the time that the machine had suffered a, quote, obvious malfunction without giving an explanation. Uh, The New York State Gaming Commission said the machine had been displaying a disclaimer saying malfunctions void all pays and plays. Huh. Which, why would that That's be? That's kind of a lame thing. So they could technically just say that any time. Yeah, so they're like saying that it's malfunctioning if someone wins anything. you got to give somebody more than a steak dinner for and that. And $2.25. That's what they offered her. I mean, obviously, you're not going to, if there is truly a malfunction, clearly you can't, you're not going to pay the full $43 million, but you got to give her something. Oh, yeah. More than a steak dinner. So her lawyer is saying that at the time the casino, so he's been trying to get in contact with the casino, who was claiming that it's malfunctioning, but the casino has not responded to requests for an explanation about how specifically the slot machine had malfunctioned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, in 2011, the Iowa Supreme Court denied an 87-year-old grandmother a payout of $42 million after Miss Kitty slot machines showed a message saying that she had won a bonus of that amount. So uh, the the casino then said it had been a malfunction and offered her uh, $1.85 based on the symbols the machine was displaying at the time. Don't oh. know if she won that. Oh, so that she did get denied. Fuck so, that. That's, I know. that's shady as shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's just move on from that. Greg, I know that you've been trying to find uh, an on-point romper for our upcoming I Mexican not, vacation. I am not trying to find well, a romper. Well, now, wait no more. An online retailer is offering a male romper featuring a close-up photo of Kim Jong-un. Yes, his giant face on your sexy man romper. Why would you want that? Uh, Why would you want a Kim Jong-un romper? Get on fleek clothing is covered entirely with a print showing the eyes, nose, and mouth of a smiling evil Kim Jong-un. What? I would want to punch somebody who's wearing that, to be honest. The description states. I wouldn't, but I, I, well, I'm, you know. Why would you want to wear that? Uh, I don't know, but it's on sale for $80, if that's what you'd like. Oh, God, it's terrifying. On the site at a discounted price of seventy nine ninety nine, and is expected to begin shipping with the United States. Okay, so you have to get it came, for later in the summer. I just don't even understand. 
All right, so men's rompers have become a viral sensation, of course, with everybody picking them up. See them everywhere, Greg. I haven't seen a single man in a romper. No. Well, it's not. A, we don't have very nice weather. I think that's probably mm-hmm. part of it. All right, so if you want to, the company's name is Geek on, or Get On Fleek offers a variety. Get of On other, Fleek. Get On Fleek offers a variety of other prints for its male rompers, including a, co- a close-up of a batch of fried chicken, a print inspired by the jazzy '90s paper. All right, fried cup. chicken's kind of funny. The jazzy '90s paper cup, I like that. That's the white with like the turquoise and the squiggles. Oh yeah, uh huh. Like I don't, I'm not even yeah, looking at cups. it, and I know exactly I know, what it is. Yep, yeah, I know exactly what it and is. And an too. image also of what they call the cool pineapple. So if you want any the of those, cool you can pineapple. Find them okay. All right, from menswear to womenswear. If you're a friend of mine on Facebook, I think you saw me post about this. There is a women's one-piece bathing suit that is available that I totally wanted to buy for Mexico, but you have to have at least two weeks out for shipping. I saw you post that. Yes, this is an online retailer. Um, Has designed a unique women's bathing suit that is completely made out, uh, made up of the print of a man's hairy body. So it's a man's hairy body that's made into a one-piece bathing suit to look as if the hairy body is on, on the front of the woman's bathing suit. This is called the Sexy Chest One-Piece Swimsuit, sold for forty nine ninety five on uh, a place called Beloved Shirts. It's modeled after the body of a man, complete with nipples, chest hair, back hair, and a hairy belly button. Uh, the swimsuit is available in multiple skin tones, and photos and videos uh, you can find online. So uh, the website Sexy Chest Line also includes full-body tracksuits and T-shirts as well. Oh. So if you'd like that. Uh, yeah, so they do have different colors for the different bodies. It's so disturbing. But if I would have gotten that in time, I would have totally worn it in Mexico just to freak you out. Ugh, that would have been disturbing. It would have been disturbing. And you know what? I don't think the resort would probably smile kindly on that. I don't know. It's an adults-only resort. We don't know. That's true. Yeah. All right. So if you want to find one of those, you can find them online. Got another story from Gene Simmons, who uh, just every year just becomes more and more of a dick. Gene Simmons is now filing for trademark on the original devil horn hand gesture. But let me tell you why he's a dick. So according to a report, KISS bassist and frontman Gene Simmons has registered a documentation to claim a trademark for a specific hand gesture that he's used throughout his career. With the official application, the gesture uh, described as including as is including using the index and small fingers to extend upward and the thumb extended perpendicular. What? Which, if you know anything, you know that's the universal symbol for I love you. Yeah, what, okay, so instead of the devil horns, the one with the thumb out, yeah. Simmons has claimed... That's I love you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so get this. So Simmons has claimed that this hand gesture was first used in a commercial setting in November 14th, 1974. Oh, shut the fuck up. In the midst of his Hotter Than Hell tour. Now, the symbol looks popular to the horns of the devil gesture, in which the thumb, though, is inverted. The exact symbol, though, is a sign for I love you in American Sign Language. In other words, Gene Simmons is trying to trademark the symbol of love from ASL for live performance and personal appearances. He's trying to trademark from fucking... I respect in in some ways. I mean, Kiss is is a fun band. I also respect that um, you know Gene Simmons is a businessman. That's his right to license all these things. But that's lame. That's lame. Yeah. So he's trying to trademark the symbol of American Sign Language's symbol of love because he's that fucking greedy. So there you go. By the way, I saw Kiss uh, in concert twice. Very overrated. Oh, I disagree. I saw them. I've seen them in concert. They, it was oh. a fun show. Well, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. I, I expected it to be more fun. I did get up on the Jumbotron, though. Probably because I wasn't having fun. Were you just sourpuss there? No, I was just, I was 
bopping along, but I like wasn't yeah. really into it. But then I was up on like the you know fifty foot thing, mm-hmm. so I had to look more enthused. <gasps> and finally, out of Florida, what are you looking at me? Are you judging me? Mm. Greg's giving me a curb your enthusiasm, Larry David look. Mm. Well, that's if I'm trying to tell you tell mm-hmm. if you're lying. Yeah. All right. Finally, I have a story out of Florida. An accused vodka guzzling Florida woman has been arrested for throwing spaghetti at her live-in boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, I love the. They're so wonderfully rich and full of storytelling. These Florida. Oh yeah. These Oops. Florida headlines. Full of love. Full of love. All right. So uh, here it is. Uh, in the case of, let's see. So this woman. So her woman. Her wait. It says that she's a woman. But her name is Dale. I've never met a woman named Dale. Have you? Uh, yes. I'm trying to think of where, but yes, I have known a woman named Dale before. All right. So in the case, in the curious case of Dale Wisniewski, there was a situation involving a hurled plate of spaghetti and a trip to a gray bar motel, which set off a string of incidents that got her arrested. Deputies encountered Wisniewski, 49 years old, uh, let's see, at her house. Her 57-year-old boyfriend said that he was packing up his stuff when she decided to chug, quote, a whole bottle of vodka and began attacking him. He then said that she tossed a full plate of spaghetti at him, though I don't know what kind of spaghetti was not specified. As investigators around the scene, Wisniewski started yelling that her boyfriend was a liar, drug user, and consumed a large amount of beer prior to calling law enforcement, which I am pretty sure is not her specific quote. Yeah. That asshole consumed a large amount of beer prior to calling me calling law enforcement. He consumed a shitload of past. (laughs) While deputies reported smelling a hint of booze and speaking with the boyfriend, Wisniewski said that her boyfriend threw a couch on her earlier and broke her jaw. Threw a couch? But she had absolutely no signs of injury. He threw a couch on me. That's like really, that's going from zero to a hundred. Yeah. Threw a couch on her. Uh, Wisniewski also uh, did not say she was in pain. Uh, which, you know, she probably would be if again someone threw a couch on her. Well, Wisniewski, and not her boyfriend, was arrested on a domestic battery charge and taken to the Mountain Car- Martin Kind Jail. So it can even be assault if you're just throwing spaghetti at someone. It's just a uh, word to the wise. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't throw food at people. Just be careful. Yeah, there you go. Right. Are, you, are you getting ready to play something? Oh my god. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. There you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Wow. I was in a commercial with a woman named Dale once. Oh yeah? Remember. Yep. It's kind of a cool name. It's the first Abe one. She uh she rescued me after an earthquake. She I don't rescued think I've ever you. seen that, yeah. They staged an earthquake, and I had hit my head, and I was acting uh, crazy. And then I fell down, and I had blood all over my head, and then she saved me. That's very nice Dale of her. Dale came and saved me. It was very nice of mm-hmm. her. Yes. All right. So that's, that's my story on Dale. That was a real touching real story. All right. Um, I've got a real quick ball talk, just because I want to bring it up. Big story. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk Balls. balls. For this story, though, it's just uh, one quick update that I'm going to do because I haven't had a chance to do it yet. And it has to do with Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. So, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. So, Conor McGregor. Do you know who Conor McGregor is? Yes, he's the Irishman fighting guy that my friend Kelsey's obsessed with. Yes, that is 100% true. Mm-hmm. He's the Irishman fighting guy that Kelsey is obsessed with. Uh, he is a UFC fighter. 
and he's pretty well known. I don't know if he holds any titles right now, because I think he got uh, beat. But um, anyway, he's definitely the most famous UFC fighter right now that's okay. currently fighting. 28 years old, um, from uh, from Ireland. Yeah, he's he's their big marketing machine. Mm. He's he's the it guy for UFC. But what he's been doing over the last several months is he started training for boxing, and which is a, you know obviously a completely different sport. Uh, training for boxing because he wanted to challenge Floyd Mayweather to a fight. Now Floyd Mayweather is technically retired. He, I don't believe he's ever lost. He's undefeated. Like God, I don't know how, what it, what his final record is. He's never been defeated. Oh. And, um, you know, he's a piece of shit human being. So, so let's just I, get that aside. For some reason, I yeah. decided I didn't like him. He is. He's okay. a piece of shit human being. But So let's just set that, acknowledge that, that's the fact, and leave it there. Um, only because we're just going to talk about the boxing side. So the boxing side, he is one of the greatest boxers of all time. He's 49-0. and 0. He has never lost. 49 oh, I'm wins. I'm going for the Irish guy. Zero losses. He is 40 years old. Floyd Mayweather is. Conor McGregor's 28 years old, and Conor McGregor challenged Floyd Mayweather to a boxing match. Floyd said no. He kept saying no, no, no. But now it looks like the money has all worked out, and they're each going to be making well over $100 million a piece. I was piece. just going to say it has to be like some ridiculous amount of it's, money. What it's going to end up being, who knows, but they're, they're each going to make over $100 million. $100 million a piece. Probably Floyd's getting more to do it. I imagine he, he demanded more money. So he, who knows? He could be making two hundred million. But either way, they are going to box. It is going to happen. Um, it's the fight is actually going to happen on August twenty sixth in Las Vegas. Conor McGregor going to fight Floyd Mayweather. Now, Floyd Mayweather is the overwhelming favorite to win this. I mean, Conor McGregor's not. I mean, he's one of the greatest boxers of all time. I mean, the only boxing match that I've ever watched is that Ronda Rousey one. And didn't no, everybody... that's not boxing. That's UFC. Oh, okay. I was going to say, didn't everyone pick her though? To, like, win, and then she got uh, her ass yeah. kicked. She got her ass kicked in, like, 10 seconds. In, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess it's a different thing, but I'm saying, like, it doesn't always, it isn't always correct with who they predict That's true, is going to. But that, and you're right, but that is also UFC. Um, this is different. This is just straight-up boxing. You don't use your legs. You don't kick. You have boxing gloves on, and you box. Okay. And um, Floyd Mayweather is just one of the best boxers of all time. Uh, the, the whole thing he does is he just kind of dances around and lets the opponent wear themselves out. And then he just wins on, on technicalities. He'll knock somebody out, too. But um, the only way Conor McGregor can win, A, he's 12 years younger. So he's definitely younger. If Floyd's out of shape at all, maybe he can outlast him. He's got a two-inch reach. And if he really connected, maybe there's a chance that he could knock Wait, his reach is Floyd further? Out. Yeah, he's got a two-inch. His arms are two inches longer. Okay. Um, but, I mean, just overwhelmingly, Mayweather's the favorite. It would take a one-in-a-million one shot. For Conor McGregor to be able to to hit him, he'd have to knock him out. That's the okay. only way. And I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but you never know. I mean, the guy's an athlete, and he wants to win. He wants to prove it. And he's also 28, and Floyd Mayweather's 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And as a man who is almost 40 years old, i got to say, so it takes close. a lot more fucking work to stay in shape than it does for a 28-year-old. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Either way, they're both going to end up... Very, very rich. So off everybody wins. Well, they both win. They both win. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what's going to happen. But there we go. That fight is going to happen August 26th. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All oh, boy, right. Greg. Yes, indeed. 
So thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. We want to say a big thank you to to one of our fine longtime sponsors, which is Next Adventure. Oh, yes. And seriously, Next Adventure is... They're wonderful supporters of Fun Employment Radio. They've got their store right here in town on Stark and Grand. Summer is coming. Summer is basically upon us, even though if you live in Portland, it doesn't look like it. It will. Uh, I think tomorrow it's supposed <coughs> to get nicer. Yeah. And uh, I don't know whether this is allergies or cold or whatever the hell I've got going on, but it's miserable. Uh, but anyway, it's going to be rainy outside, so maybe that'll wash it all away. Uh, next adventure. Find spots for <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. I really do appreciate them. Nextadventure.net. You can shop online. Send us an email. Let us know if you... Purchase something from them. Absolutely. And, of course, you can go to their uh, in-person location, which is on the corner of Southeast Stark and Grand, or all over the world, their world location, which is at nextadventure.net. You've latched onto this world location. Thing. I it's really like good. it because it, it makes sense to me. No, it does. Like, it I'm, does. I'm, it's I'm accessible. not claiming to be a deep person, but, I mean, I'm just like, you really can it's anywhere. A, it's accessible to everyone. I mean, like, look at that. It's like, like you I, just figured out the, the internet. I, I didn't, like, start using the internet until, like, 2002, so I'm, I'm very... <laughs> I'm late to the game when it comes to the internet, so I'm just understanding it now, so please bear with me. Hey, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. So uh, go there. Is it, good? is it good? Is it good? And our show is also available in our world location at funemploymentradio.com or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, if you're coming out on Sunday, <laughs> we look forward to seeing you. Yes, please come and hang out with us for bingo. We'd love yeah. to see y'all before we... Bingo, 3 p.m. So get there. You can get there a little before 3 p.m. Yeah, I mean, I think doors open at 2. Yeah. So, so come I mean, down. we'll just be finishing up the show and then, yeah. Yeah, come down, hang out, and, uh, you know, support us and have a good time. And we have lots of amazing prizes, so we're really looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. So yes. next week will be Best Ofs. Best Ofs. Best Ofs that will be airing on this network, on the show. The podcast will go up one a day of some stuff that Sarah and I have kind of picked out that we wanted to, to replay for all of mm-hmm. you. Um. Alex says it's her birthday on Monday, which, ooh, sorry. I guess we'll have to wait till the following Monday. Or we'll just have to give her, because she's going to be there on Sunday, so I think that we might. Maybe we can work something out. Maybe a day early, a vacation day early. I think okay. so. We might be able to do something okay. like that. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. We will be back in, uh, well. A week. A week. And a half. And something. Few two, days. two days? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see you later. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.